Welcome to the Geek Screen, the podcast for all media of a nerdy nature. I'm Perry Constantine. And I'm John Brasic. How you doing, Johnny? I'm doing okay. Still got the uh, sinus infection, but I'm doing very well. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, just uh, went for a walk this morning and finished organizing a bunch of stuff, so I'm caught up on a lot of stuff lately. I, I got a good bowel movement this week, so I'm, I'm happy about that. Johnny... Hey, you brought up something mundane like walking. I had a top. Mundane, you know. not. I don't want to know. I don't know. I don't want to know about how you shit. Oh wow! Well. <laughs> I might me. If that's the way we're gonna be. Okay. All right. So, anything new going on in your life other than your shit habits? Uh, let's see here. New thing. New thing. Uh, work's been good. Markets have been good. The dogs have been behaving, and somebody unloaded a bunch of computers to us. So I'm in the process of fixing those up. Oh, okay. So yeah. Now, other than that, let's see. Uh, not much. I I have no life to lead. You should know that by now. I have nothing. <laughs> oh, I've been drinking a lot more of those apple, uh, hard apple ciders. Uh huh. Those are pretty good. Okay. I recommend those. All right. Um, yeah, not much going on with me. Uh, I finished Battlestar Galactica, which we'll, we're going to talk about today. Uh-huh. Um, I also uh, finished the second season of Bates Motel. How do you like the, the the whole thing so far on the Bates Motel? It's it's good. It's uh, keeping my interest so far. Um I wasn't as grabbed by the second season as like the first season grabbed me, but it's still entertaining. Have you seen any of it? I, I just saw the first season. I haven't seen season two, two yet. Okay. And then um, I just started watching one of your favorite shows. Which one was that? Dexter. Oh, how do you like which, which episode or what season are you on right now? I, I just finished season one. What did you think so far? It's good. Um, you know, the, some of the episodes couldn't really grab my interest too much. Um, it, it's hard to get into a show where the where the main character is not supposed to be likable. Well, wait till you see what the other seasons are like then. Yeah, yeah. I heard that after. I heard that it was like the third or fourth season when it really goes downhill. Um. I don't know. At, at some point, people are. I mean, what happens is, as you get into Dexter, it's sort of like the same recycles the same thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, who you know, he's going to be put into a nearly impossible position. He's going to be, you know, how will somebody find out about his killing spree? Right. Uh, you know, who's the psychopath of the season? Mm, okay. You know, stuff like that. So I, I yeah, and people are like, well, what the fuck, man? I mean, there's got to be more than that. Right, and, and so what pissed me off is the ending. Yeah, I've heard about that too. So um, we can take a look at that kind of. Uh, we can check that out. Anyway, um, yes, I've got some. Oh, I also saw Big Hero Six. Have you seen that yet? No, I'm actually looking to see that. And as of this evening, though, I do have news about that. Okay, Big Hero Six is officially not a third. Most grossing Disney film of all time. That was that was on my list of news items too. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Well, cool. So, how about them apples? You know, 
Yeah, and it's kind of funny because they're, uh, you know, like a Z-list Marvel team. Oh, well, you know, it goes back, like you said earlier in a different podcast, you know, given that Marvel lost the rights of so many marquee characters, they've had to dig into the treasure trove here. And, you know... Uh, excuse me here, sorry, my mic went off here. Oh, okay. Big hair, yeah. Um, you know, they've had to go back and pick up, even if it's a Z-list character, if you have good writing... Right. You know, you could turn any even quote-unquote Z-list character, team, whatever, into A-plus material. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, sure as shit, they're going to fucking milk this now. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, I, you know, I'm, I mean, I enjoyed the movie, and I've, I've got, like, two thoughts of it, because, you know, I've got a soft spot for the original comic, and it's been, um, you know, that... Like, when it started off, it was very stereotypical of, like, Japanese pop culture. Um, but the the last miniseries they did, which uh, was written by Chris Claremont, actually, who wrote the X-Men for, like, 17 years, uh, yeah. that, was, that was a pretty entertaining series, and I really kind of got a kick out of that. I mean, they can't use the characters who were originally part of the team, uh, because originally both Sunfire and Silver Samurai were members of the team. And those rights are with Fox. We're talking about Big Hero 6? Yeah, yeah. The original the original miniseries, it was a three-issue miniseries called Sunfire and Big Hero 6. Okay, I honestly, I just thought it was about that big... I never even knew there was a comic book. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. It was based on a Marvel comic. And it, it spun out of Alpha Flight and the X-Men. Okay, I just thought it was about that, that bubbly robot. Mm-hmm. No, well, he's pretty different in the comic, actually. Um, in the first series, he's got like a lizard form. Like in both, in he's he's got a basic human form where he basically just looks like a regular human, and he's actually he was developed by um, Hito's father, not his brother. And Hito's father programmed Baymax to be Hito's guardian and sort of have, um, and he's programmed with. Uh, Hito's father's, like, memories and personality and that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't know that. I, I knew they were part of the Marvel thing somehow. I just was not familiar how and where. Like, where and, the fuck are um, they getting these people from? Yeah, and uh, Hito's name is actually a little bit different in the comic. Uh, hold on, let me bring it up here. Yeah, and the comic, his name is Hito Takachiho. And um, and all the characters are Japanese, so except for Fred, I think Fred's the only one who's not Japanese. But now, could you clarify something? Yeah. Somebody I read somewhere, I, I can't recall where exactly, but I read online that oh, it takes place in a. I haven't seen the movie yet. It takes place in a San Francisco where the Japanese one or something like that. Is that true? Well, there's no mention of history, but it's called San Francisco, so it's like a mix of San Francisco and Tokyo. Was that like that in a comic too? No, no, no. The comic they were uh, just Jap they were just they were Japan's national superheroes. Oh, okay. Well, I, <laughs> I was like, where the fuck you get San Francisco from? Yeah, no one. There was no mention in the in the movie about the history of the world or anything like that. So I'm pretty sure that was probably just someone seeing San Francisco and making a snap judgment. Okay. 
I was just wondering. I was just wondering. Because, yeah. you know, um, you know, like you said, they changed the name and all that shit. But still, you know, I could think of a way that could have became that way. You know, in the um, 1800s and early 1900s, we had these uh, flood of Asian immigrants. Right, right. Mainly because of the gold rush. And mainly Chinese, not Japanese. Right. And then, and, uh, you know, the white the man... Right, and the white man freaks out about this, and they start passing these anti-immigration laws. Yeah, the Chinese and, Exclusion Act. Right, and so I'm thinking maybe, you know, in this world it didn't happen. That could, that could be it, too. Um, but anyway, uh, but yeah, it was an entertaining movie. You know, we watched it uh, We watched it last week and got a kick out of it. Well, great, great. I'm going to be watching it uh, maybe uh, this week or this weekend. But I've been really wanting to see that. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, you got to see it. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, we got um, so we got some news here to talk about too. Shall we get? Uh, All right ahead. Yes. Right. Uh, first thing is we've got Brian Singer released the first uh, bit of concept art of Apocalypse's uh, sentient spacecraft called Ship. Did you read the original Apocalypse stories? Uh, no. Okay, I'll be well, honest. Uh, I'm sending you the link right now so you can see the the art yourself. Okay. But basically what happened is in um, in the original comics uh, Apocalypse had this like spacecraft or something and it was uh, it was a sentient spacecraft. It was a celestial spacecraft actually I think. And it was called Ship. And later it rebelled against Apocalypse and became um, X-Factor's base of operations. Okay. Yeah, so that's uh, that concept art. Um... Looks pretty cool. I'm not sure if that's um, Apocalypse we're seeing in the picture in front of it. Now, was it Apocalypse like an Egyptian god or something like that? or? Yeah, yeah, he's from ancient Egypt. Okay, that's what I thought. And uh, then we've also got some news. Um, Jackman has said that uh, James Mangold's plans are coming together nicely for the third Wolverine film. You know, isn't it amazing how they have been able to come up with all these Wolverine movies, and yet, because I know they were going to do spin-offs. I'm still waiting for the fucking spin-off movie involving Magneto or Professor X. You got it. It was first class. That was it? That was it, because the, originally it was supposed to be a solo Magneto film, and it was going to be a prequel to the series, but then when they decided to do first class, they kind of folded... Um, the Magneto's a lot of aspects of the Magneto screenplay into the first class script. So all that stuff with Magneto like hunting Nazis and everything, that was taken from the Magneto prequel. What about other prequels? How come we don't have any other fucking Because X-Men Origins bombed. So I mean that doesn't mean they can't give another crack at it. Well, because you know, X-Men Origins Wolverine tanked and so after that they're like, Oh, maybe we shouldn't do this. Well, they went back to the drawing board and came up with another fucking Wolverine movie. <laughs> you know, yeah, but that's uh, Wolverine. I mean, you know, I, like, I, I don't know. The whole the X Men Origins idea was kind of iffy to begin with. I mean, com does anyone really give a shit about uh, X Men Origins Cyclops or X Men Origins Jean Grey? I mean, we know what they were. They weren't really doing much before they joined up with uh, before they came to the school. I, I don't care about the origin. I just like to see a spinoff. Well, we've got Deadpool and we've got Gambit. You know, 
Yeah, well, and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe I want to see Cyclops, I don't know, do grocery shopping. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure fucking, you know. So I'm got that. By the way, that link you sent me is something for fucking videos of Chappy the Robot. What? <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, the robot with the South African voice. Are you? No, I'm looking at it right now. You sent me something about ship, and then it becomes Chappy the Robot. That's at the end of it. It's a whole. It's well, a whole I'm, only, I'm not getting any fucking picture of a spaceship. It's you know it's I, I get a ha- I, I get a half a picture of what I think is either. Wow, your internet must be really slow. Then it just loaded up in like two seconds. Well, everything else works fine. Only I got like half a page. Okay, it's the first art. It's the first news item. I don't know. What, I'm not getting that. I'm okay. not getting. That. All right. So um, anyway. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. had some things to... Oh, uh, also about the Wolverine movie. It's like the Wolverine. It'll take its cue from some of the comic book stories. Uh, Do we know which ones? Well, I don't even know them, so it doesn't matter. I've heard it was rumored that they'll be adapting Old Man Logan, which is a story that uh, deals with Wolverine in the future. But I've never read it, so... Yeah, I've never read it, and because it's written by Mark Millar, and anything that guy writes is pretty much bullshit anyway. You're, you're not making me uh, feel enthused here. You're well, not making. I mean, uh, he did write Wanted, which was a piece of shit, but the movie was much better. So, and he also wrote Civil War, and you know the Civil War movie is probably going to be a whole lot better than um, than his comic would. Okay. So okay. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I mean, it's got the same people who did the Wolverine, and even though that movie had a few missteps with the the Silver Samurai mecha armor, it was still a pretty good movie. It was the best movie in uh, what was that? 2013. Think so. Yeah, yeah. And um, speaking of Civil War, we've got a f- uh, Robert Downey Jr. said a few things to Empire. He said, the main thing to me is, and this is where I think the Russos are quite brilliant and where Kevin Feige backed the play, is what sort of incident could occur and what sort of framework could we find Tony in. The clues are in Age of Ultron about where we might find Tony next, but what would it take for Tony to completely turn around and to completely turn around everything he stood for, quote unquote, because he was the right wing guy who could still do his own thing. There's always the bigger overarching question that Josh brings up all the time. It's kind of weird that these guys would have all these throwdowns all over planet Earth, and it looked like a little collateral damage happened over there. And yet when the movie's over, it's like nobody minds. You have to figure, were you to ask the question, what would the American government do if this were real? Wouldn't it be interesting to see Tony doing something you wouldn't imagine? And, well, uh, I've, I, I've been, I was wondering something like that. I remember having a conversation with somebody. Imagine being a property insurance salesman in a world like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about that. Oh, you got to I mean, imagine you, uh, insurance rates in uh, in the Marvel version of New York must be sky high. That's what I'm saying. Your deductible is going to be like $50,000 on a, you know, and you, you're going to have writers like it'll have exclusions like giant green monster. Sorry, it was a giant green. Robots? Fuck it. Sorry. We only do fire and flood. Did you ever hear about the series, I think it was called Damage Control? No. It was a Marvel comic in the 90s, and it dealt with this... Um, 
this firm that was sponsored by uh, uh, the Maria Stark Foundation. I think some other big big money holders in the Marvel universe. And it was it was basically this company that was set up as kind of like a charity to repair the damage from superhero attacks. They'd be bankrupt then. <laughs> I mean, think about that. They'd be bigger. Here you are. In fact, you know what? Forget about even being an insurance salesman. Imagine you're just a business owner. Why would you pick New York in that world, given that A, fucking monsters, giant rope, alien, fucking aliens, (laughs) you know, um, mutants, God knows what else. And then you get assholes like Doctor Strange, and you know he's messing with the spirit world and all that shit. And then Spider Man's like a perv going all over taking pictures. And you can't trust the news when you got assholes like, you know, Mister I look like Hitler, J Jonah Jameson. <laughs> you know, you know, and, and how do you compete? Seriously, if you're an electronics company and, and you go up against Stark, how come in the comic books they got all this cool shit? It's never dispersed in general society. They got like computers that are like three thousand years advanced of a fucking laptop. And I'll tell you another. I'll tell you another thing. Okay, how in the hell does the Baxter Building and the Avengers get away with a flying jet launching off their 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 buildings? Okay, and and not facing a noise ordinance. Well, I know the Avengers have uh, a government charter. Yeah, so what? Well, I don't know. I guess that's a fucking flying jet. Those bill. Think about that. You got a jet and it, it flies off the nearby. Then your neighbor bi- neighboring buildings. The owners are gonna be pissed because you're gonna be like, think about this. You're in a meeting. It's a mundane meeting. It could be anything. You run an accounting firm. Dino's accounting, and you're talking about next week's quarterly reports. Oh, here's fucking tax season. And you're trying to get your people to pay attention to you. And in a fucking background, a giant octopus, <laughs> you know, or some robots, and some asshole in tights is smashing the shit out of everything. How do you conduct a meeting like that? Okay? And God help you if you got to walk to the sparrows or, 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 or the sparrows or, or, or the fucking... Uh, uh, you know, Starbucks, you get killed. Jaywalking ain't gonna fucking kill you. It'll be a giant sentinel foot. And if you do jaywalk, the Punisher might shoot you. Yeah, no fucking A. I know that. <laughs> and yet they got a crime problem. I mean, think about it. You see these assholes in tights and costumes beating the shit out of people. Why would you want to be a mugger? Mm-hmm. Okay? Why would you want to be a mugger? You know, know, you just gotta get. You know, people people are stupid. You know, my ass people are stupid. You gonna be? You know why? When you know, demo. All you gotta do is walk down the street, and eventually, some fucking crackpot scientist who's pissed that the Bears haven't won, or something, or the Mets, or you know, the baseball, or why do the Knicks suck, or some fucking thing like that. Says, fuck it. I'm throwing all my shit out the window. And it'll be like a high-powered laser beam gun, you know, and all this other shit. You know, it, it, that brings me to another thing. <laughs> if Dr. Doom or Modoc, any of these assholes, really want to get the world to love them, with all that shit that they got, nobody comes up with the cure for cancer. Yeah. 
okay? You can bring people back, and that's another thing, too. They brought people back to the dead. They have cloned people. They don't share that with the hospital down the street. Who's going to be taking in the collateral damage when fucking Captain America is fighting the goddamn piece of shit Red Skull? You know? Who are we kidding here? <laughs> oh, yeah. You get the Quinjet. We get an ambulance. <laughs> you know? Okay. Uh, so, anyway, he also was asked um, whether or not Stark will be uh, the antagonist to Civil War. And what Downey said was, I wouldn't put it that way. Ultimately, it's Steve's story. It doesn't say Iron Man 4 Civil War. I think that's great, too. I think Chris Evans has been hungry to bring even more of an underside and some shadow to that. I remember the comics. On the surface, you got the sense that Cap was baseball and apple pie, but underneath, there was all that, all this churning stuff of being a man out of time. Now we know he's made his peace with that. What's the bigger issue? It can have a little something to do with his past, but it can, also, but it can be about someone becoming more modernized in their own conflict. So some pretty cool stuff there about Civil War from what we're hearing. Any thoughts? Mm-hmm. You're making it sound like um, Tony Stark's going to be Bill O'Reilly in a power suit. <laughs> that's what I'm getting here. Well, hopefully it won't and be that's for Cap- but... <laughs> Are you really saying it that the Captain America secretly was an anarcho-capitalist or libertarian? No, nothing like that. You know, or, <laughs> Where are you getting that from? I'm just saying you're apple pie to, well, I got to go against the, this registration thing. And you know, I wonder, though, is that really a bad idea to register? thing? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it depends on how it's implemented. Honestly, I, no, I don't think it would be a bad idea. I would under, I have a thing against a national ID thing. I'll go with you on that. But we're not talking about driver's license here. Mm-hmm. We're talking about assholes to go around with 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 nuclear accelerator generators under packs or fucking you know uh, Tony Stark alone has enough uh, energy sources on them for like fifty Chernobyls. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got Captain America with the super. That's a, by the way, that's another thing. If he's such a great guy, okay. Now I I take the Captain America. I used to read his comic books. I loved the guy, but now I think about it, he's a piece of shit. And I'm going to tell what? you why. Oh, yeah. that He's a fucking jagoff. Okay. I'll tell you why. He's got his blood serum that's making him young, virile, you know, healing powers, all this. I mean, the guy's, you know, it's like, like, like a Viagra on Viagra. Mm-hmm. Okay? Does he give a blood sample to any foundation? Hey, we can use this to cure shit. No. Never, nothing. He's too busy kicking some foreigner's ass. Okay, pie ass on that. Fuck him. Wait, who said that his his blood can cure anything? Well, obviously, I mean, look what physical shape in the comic books he's always in. I, I, the one time he, you told me when they changed to a new Captain America, he became an old man was when they took away his blood. They never show him with the fucking cold or the flu or. He's got the runs or anything of the sort. They don't Never. Any, you don't see that of any characters, though. Oh, they always show Spider-Man with some kind of problem. Well, that's because it's Spider-Man. He always has problems. <laughs> you know, but I'm just saying, well, you know, never. 
Captain America, and they're, and they're all in good shape, but Captain America, he doesn't have to work out. Yeah, he does. He's al- They're always showing scenes of him working out. Yeah, but that's him showing up. He's got that super serum. <laughs> There's no okay. one around. It's always him alone in a gym somewhere in his his apartment. No. Yes. No, there's always yes. a fourth wall. He's showing off to the reader. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's a jagoff. <laughs> okay? Don't give me this nonsense. And I'll tell you, how come in all the years, how come he didn't stop 9-11? There's actually come. a story in Cap that de- dealt with that. Yeah, I know. I've seen that one. And the one with the Spider-Man. Of course, because they're so New York-centric, of course they're going to hit on it. Because I'll tell you one thing. If Al-Qaeda hit Chicago, nothing. Marvel would not even touch it. It'd be like, ah, yeah, but it's Chicago. Who gives a fuck? Why do you think... What could he have done to stop it? If he can stop space aliens, Hydra, the Red Skull, he can stop a bunch of fucking Islamic fundamentalists hijacking an airplane. How about take the Quinjet, shoot down the goddamn airplane? Yeah, if he knew about it, but they didn't know. Nobody knew anything about it. He works with psychics. Actually, no, he doesn't. Ah, uh, you're what? telling me Doctor and Strange didn't know shit was happening? Doctor Strange isn't omniscient. Fuck yes, he is. He no, talks to the people. Listen, no, he not. connects in the spirit world. They tell him shit all the time, like who's gonna win the horse race? You know, <laughs> I don't know. How do you think he's able to force such a nice ass mansion like that? And <laughs> because he's not so- one Doctor Strange story that has ever dealt with any of that. Because of course you're not gonna show it. That would be shaming him. <laughs> so you're basically saying Marvel Comics is all superhero propaganda yes absolutely absolutely uh, well we got some more super- go on um, do you want no, to hear wait hold on a second not only are they super pro- superhero propaganda they're fucking pro east coast and west coast it's like America begins and ends at the borders of New York City and California. Wow, That's someone's it. in a mood today. <laughs> no, I'm in no mood, but I mean, it's this. you think about it. Okay, here, you don't believe me? How come the suckiest Avengers is the Great Lakes one? Aha, uh-huh. you're quiet, aren't you? That's because they're based in Wisconsin. That's why. So, well, don't diss Wisconsin. They're good what people. What do you mean, don't diss Wisconsin? I'm not saying. I'm saying, don't diss Wisconsin. Oh they, come on! No, Chicago. You're supposed to diss Wisconsin. Hey, hey, let me tell you something, young man. Let me tell you something. You, I, we can make fun of Wisconsin, but right now we're talking about it in reference to New York and California. Okay, I'll we take can New make, York and California over Wisconsin any day of the week. I, I'm telling you that's no, not when it comes to superheroes. They should give us a chance. Give us a superhero, something we can be proud. Are there any Marvel heroes that take place in Chicago? Actually, yeah, I think there are. Who? Hold on, one second. Yeah, you got to use Google. Because I can't remember right off. No, there. no. See, that's how bad it is. You could, you are like the fucking Wikipedia of this shit. And you couldn't think of any Chicago ones. Don't ask me. I'm retarded, so don't even think about asking me. But I know this much. If there were fame, you, oh, Captain America, that Jagoff's in New York. Spider-Man, that son of a bitch and his old ladies out of New York. Okay? Uh, Hawkeye, half the time he's training West Coast Avengers. Thor and Sith lived in Chicago. 
lived in Chicago. You make it sound like they were transient, like they were, yeah, we're spending a few weeks here for a seasonal job. You know, they're not fucking working at the, you know, the Christmas line at Santa Claus at the, at the, at the Macy's here. I'm talking about people who are always based here. Nobody. There ain't not any, there is no real, I wish that Marvel would. Okay, that's it, that's it. Uh, looks like one of the Ghost Riders, actually. Yeah, one of the oh, Ghost. Kitty Pride is from Chicago. Hank Her McCoy. Kitty Pride yeah. is from Deerfield. Hank McCoy is from Dundee. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, Johnny Blaze is from Waukegan. Right. Uh, Adam Brashear, the Blue Marvel, is from Chicago. Maria Hill of Shield is from Chicago. Where do all of their stuff take place in, though? New York. And don't get me wrong, I love New York. It's an American city. I'm just saying, how about having adventures take... You know, let me tell you something. You could probably find enough villains in the South Side. So there's, there's, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You know, crime's so high in Chicago. Even the superheroes are like, fuck that. I'm not going there. See? That's why they're pussies. <laughs> oh, yeah, a giant robot's easy compared to the, the drug problem. Another reason why Captain America's a check off. <laughs> Would you really want to go up against the Chicago political machine if you were a superhero? If he was worth his salt, yeah. Oh, come on. Oh, sure. Nobody. Are you t <laughs> Let me tell you something. If Superman and fucking Batman showed up south side of Chicago and says, we're running this joint, I guarantee you the locals will vote in them in versus the Daily Machine or... Rahm Emanuel or all these other assholes that always run. You underestimate the power of the Daily Machine. You make them sound like they're like the like Hydra or something. Well, come on, let's be. Let's. I mean, I, have Let you me ever seen them? Have you ever seen anything to disprove that? Well, they've had never had a real challenge. <laughs> Superman wait, 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 would win. Wait, 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 wait. Have they never had a real challenge, or have they just eliminated the challenge before it became a threat? All the more to bring in Superman <laughs> and Batman, because we don't have anybody. They're not politicians, though. Who gives a shit? They'll probably do a better job than the assholes in power now. Well, yeah, I mean, it'd be hard to do worse, but still. You know? I'm telling you, Batman runs Wayne Enterprises. He can fucking run the South Side. Oh, come on, Lucius Fox runs Wayne Enterprises. Even better, bring him in. He'd probably get an electoral law, too. All right. Uh, so, um... Speaking of DC, you know the the Titans TV series that they've that uh, TNT is putting together. Uh huh. They've announced the um, which characters will make up the team. Okay. Now we've got Dick Grayson, who will start off as Robin on the show. He might become Nightwing later on. Uh huh. But um, he's uh, now a young adult. He's working as a detective in Boston, which is pretty similar. He's left Batman behind. Say uh, East Coast. Go on. Say it again. East Coast. There you go. <laughs> this is going to be a thing with Wait you a now. minute. Wait a minute. Boston? They're not using a fake name like Central City or they're not going to, you know, like they're call saying, it. They, they said Boston in here. Um, I'm actually surprised because in the, the Nightwing solo comic in the early 90s, he was operating in a town called Bloodhaven, which is like down the river from Gotham. Yeah. See, so they're using a real city. They're not using a like. Watch, I'll change the name. It's all called Bean Town. Oh wait. So anyway, he's going to be part of the team, and um, 
Looks like Barbara Gordon is going to be there as well, but she's going to be in her Oracle persona, not Batgirl. Um, so when she was in the wheelchair and handling like information and stuff like that. Does this mean the killing joke is canon in this world? Well, I, there's no mention of it in this series. There might not be any mention of how she got in the wheelchair, um, but imagine it'd be something like some like the basic cons the basic idea from Killing Joke of the Joker crippling her will probably be canon. Okay. Um, also, we've got Hawk and Dove, and uh, there have been several incarnations. Um, the original ones were brothers Don and Hank Hall, um, but Don, who was Dove died during Crisis on Infinite Earths and was replaced with Dawn Granger as the new Dove. And it looks like that's the one they'll be using for this new series. So it'll be the male and female Hawk and Dove. And then uh, Raven and Starfire will appear at the end of this, at the end of the first episode. Now, Raven is the one with the, that's the goth girl, right? Right. And Starfire is the, the, the wannabe slut. Well, that's what they made her into later, but yeah. Okay. And um, uh, not included in the pilot script are Beast Boy slash Changeling or Cyborg. Um, well, you who gotta are, have them. Well, Cyborg probably won't come up at all because um, he's going to be part of the Justice League films. Okay. Um, Beast Boy, there's a possibility he could get onto this. He could come on the series later. Well, you know what? Hopefully, this will appease a lot of fans who are saddened, like I am, that Cartoon Network decided to go from Teen Teen Titans or whatever that word was called to Teen Titans Go. Oh, you mean canceling Young Justice? That's the one. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, that series was so good. Like you gotta be shitting me. Mm-hmm. This is bullshit. Oh, uh, we got some news about Samuel L. Jackson too. So oh. you know that his nine-picture contract with Marvel Studios is set to expire soon, right? I did not know that. Yeah, and so people have been wondering what this means for him. You know, whether he might die and. Um, Civil War or uh, or Infinity War or something, one of the movies. But here's what Jackson said. I'm totally cool doing Nick Fury as long as they keep writing him in these films or whatever he's doing. But it seems like right now he's on the same path as Jules from Pulp Fiction. Maybe they'll cross paths. Jules is looking for whatever and Nick Fury's off trying to find out what the hell happened to S.H.I.E.L.D. and how these people infiltrated in that particular way. Yeah, they they almost wrote him off in that storyline in the whole movie. <laughs> he said, he said maybe they'll cross paths one day. I'll do Jules and Nick Fury in one movie together. That'll be my Orphan Black. That's a good show. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you gotta see it. Uh, it's, it's good. It's on one of the Netflixes, so I'll check it out. Um, here's uh, something else too. You know how uh, DC rebooted their entire universe. Again? Well, we know how they how they did it back in um, you know what was it, like two three years ago when they did uh, the new Fifty Two. Okay. Now it looks like they're reversing course. Um, what, what do you mean? There looks like they're going back and they're bringing back the original universe. There's an event coming called um, 
convergence. And so, uh, so, so does this mean all of the uh, all of what happened doesn't count? Not quite sure. I've been reading, I've been I started getting back into comics and says oh yeah just read the fucking fifty two okay I started reading it and like so this is what it counts and now it's not gonna mean shit. Um, the aftermath of convergence will see an end to the new fifty two imprint. However, the continuity established within the branding will continue onward in the future. Why do you think they're doing this? Um. I have no idea. It looks like it's something similar to Crisis on Infinite Earths, where they're probably no, no, no. not what, but why do you think they're doing it? Probably because the New Fifty Two has proved out to be total bullshit, and a lot of people do not like it. They just want to go back to where things left off, or I mean, that'd probably be the best thing to do. They haven't really. I mean, basically, the New Fifty Two was the early. Early nineties-ization, or the early, uh, you know, how early Image Comics, the early nineties Image Comics. Oh, I remember those. Yeah, they basically took that approach and applied it to the DC universe. Okay. So that didn't work out well, huh? Well, I mean, it was just look at the stories; it was pretty shitty. I mean, they were shitty. I, I will give I you mean, that. I mean, aside from uh, Scott Snyder's Batman, there's not really anything worth reading in in the New Fifty Two. So how do you go backwards? Like, do you go back to the point where you know where the Flash didn't think, have that event? They said that it'll be some there'll be some pre-Flashpoint stuff coming in. So, and it has something to do with Brainiac is involved in some way. So I don't know. I'm not sure. How, I haven't been following the New Fifty Two like at all. So I'm not sure how they'll how they'll go back. Hmm. Um. We've got uh, some news about it. Um, one of your favorite game series, the Assassin's Creed series. Oh, what about it? There's a there's a movie coming, and uh, oh, Michael, I... Michael Fassbender will be starring in it, and uh, Marion Cotillard has just joined the cast as well. Wow. that's cool. Well, you knew they were gonna. Go- well, first off, the Latest game is horrible in the sense that UBI or whatever the fuck that makes it has Ubisoft? all these bugs. Yeah, I've heard about that. Oh my god! But uh, you know, it's bound to happen. Look what's going on with Netflix and Zelda. Yeah, yeah. Well, I loved um, uh, what was it? Black Flag. That game was awesome. Black Flag was good. You're right. I got that for Steam and played it on my computer. It was pretty good, but um. The latest one with the French Revolution. Oh my God! <laughs> Holy crap! By the way, sorry about the background. My, you know, it's Felix. Uh, he's always got a car problem somewhere, doesn't he? A little son of a bitch. <laughs> Looking at him, he's gonna be like, "What?" <laughs> but it, yeah, you know, I think Hollywood, and I, I heard a rumor mm-hmm. that this was on CNBC that no. Not CNBC. I'm stupid. This was on the radio. Forgive me. The Disney is eyeing Nintendo's characters. They're not looking to buy Nintendo. I guess they're not because they don't want to get in the video game business. Uh-huh. But you got to admit that Nintendo, all these companies have, you know, intellectual, you know, content that they could use for more movies and cartoons and stuff. Right. I remember the Mario cartoons in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm sure whether it's 
Assassin's Creed, Contra, Sonic. Well, there's already a Sonic thing. But still, you know, Mario shit, Zelda. When we talked about uh, the animated Mario movie that Nintendo's trying to get made last week. No. I yeah, we talked, yeah, I mentioned it to you last week, remember? And we talked about how awful it, the live-action movie was. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. God, that movie sucked. Well, I'm yeah. glad, yeah, that's right. They are making a Mario. That's that's fine. But see, that's the thing. Disney or any of these companies, it's no different than Marvel Comics. Only Marvel does it a comic version. Nintendo does it in video game form. But, you know, for a company like Disney, it's all great content. Right. I mean, I hope... Disney doesn't end up buying out Nintendo's properties because Disney already owns enough shit. Let me say this. Nintendo has a lot of financial problems. Uh-huh. If you want to continue to see Mario, you may have to have Disney buy out Nintendo. It doesn't have to be Disney. It could be someone else. True, but nobody's coming up to bat. But uh, you're I'm right. Pretty, I'm pretty sure if Nintendo offers those properties up for sale, there will be a bidding war. Well, I hope so, because I'd like to see them continue. You know, I'd like to see Apple buy Nintendo. Oh, that would be interesting. You know, because Apple and Nintendo, I, you know, you could easily port those things with iPad or something. Oh, yeah, definitely. I've been waiting yeah. for, um, like, iPad versions or iPhone versions of some of those classic games for a long time. That's, yeah, that'd be great, but it's, it's not happening, you know. Right. But going back to this thing, Assassin's Creed, and we mentioned there's a Zelda thing in the works... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but the- uh, there's something else that I've got uh, news on here. Mm. Um, have you heard about Ash versus the Evil Dead? No, they're making a new Evil Dead movie. No, no, this is Stars, uh, the network Stars, oh. a ten episode sequel to the cult horror films. Oh it's, no, uh, Sam Raimi executive producing, and oh, no. uh, Bruce Campbell coming back as Ash. Oh, no. What do you mean, oh, no? That sounds awesome. No, no, the idea sounds awesome. It's the people who are delivering it. Let me tell you something. Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell? No, not them. No, I'm talking about stars. Okay, why? Let me tell you something. Stars has an awful history of taking something and then killing it when it gets good. They did that with Boss. They did that with Magic City. Uh, Spartacus, I'm surprised they kept going. And they have another one called Black Flag, uh, not related to uh, Assassin's Creed. Uh, but that one looks like it may be canceled. The problem is, Stars, Stars has a bad history of canceling shit. If it doesn't take off, you know. Well, and I know it's this is just going to be a ten episode sequel. That's it. It's not going to be an ongoing series. Well, don't be, be surprised. Series. Don't be surprised if they go three episodes and say, you know what, fuck it, we'll just put it on DVD. Well, I don't give a shit if they just put it on DVD. That means that they won't be able to drag it out. Are are they going to film the whole thing in one shot? Well, it says they're committed to ten episodes. Filming's already beginning in New Zealand, and the premiere is set for the end of this year. Now, in the last Evil Dead, not the the one that, uh, you know, when it was just out in the theaters. That was the reboot. The reboot. Towards the end of that, Ash appears. Oh, yeah? Oh, wait, you didn't see it yet, did I didn't you? see it, no. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Oh! I don't oh. think I was... I wasn't planning on seeing it, so don't worry about it. Okay, well, anyways, he does not appear 
in the movie per se. Mm-hmm. He's in what do you call those things after the credits? You mean the post credit stinger? Yeah. He appears there. Okay. But you can see it on, on uh, the whatchamacallit. Okay, well... Um, YouTube. What it ha- Here's the premise. Um, Ash, it, the series open is uh, focused on an aging Ash who spent the past 30 years avoiding maturity, responsibility, and the terrors of the evil dead. But when a new deadite plague threatens to destroy humanity, he has to step up to take down the undead menace. Now, does this take place after... Uh, not evil dead. Um, Army evil of Darkness? Dead. Thank you. Yes. Oh my God! It should be good then. See, see, you're already turning around. Not, I, I'm, I'm still skeptical of stars. Okay. And I got one more piece of news, and then we can, uh, we can be done with this. Okay. Um, do you know they're making a Highlander remake? No, but it sort of doesn't surprise me. Do you know who is playing the Kurgan? No. Dave Bautista has just been cast as the Kurgan. Well, well, he's going up from wrestling. Wasn't he in some kind of movie recently? He was in Guardians of the Galaxy. I know that. I was being facetious. Okay. <laughs> and he's also um, he's also going to be a henchman in, the, in uh, Spectre. Cool. Well, you know, I'm glad he's you know seeing him in more stuff. Yeah. Uh, we still good. don't have a, we still don't have a Connor McCloud yet. Ryan Reynolds was attached to the film, but he walked away from it in 2013, um, which is probably good anyway. He's better off doing Deadpool. Yeah. You don't want to put him on too many things. You know, you may just get tired and, you know. Oh, and uh, one more thing. Do you know that Neil Bloomkamp is interested in doing an Alien movie? I didn't even think they were thinking of doing a new Alien movie. Well, apparently, um, Bloomkamp said he would like to do it, and... Uh, hold on, let me bring up the... That would be nice. I mean, I know people didn't like the last Alien, or, or the prequel, which... Well, even if it is a prequel, that's even up for debate. Prometheus? I liked Prometheus. I did, too. Yeah. I did, too. And you know what? You're going to hate me, but I liked Alien Resurrection. I mean, the Star Wars... Eh, but, I, you know, I just thought it was, you know... I didn't care too much for the new version of the Alien that much, but still... I, I like some of the character actors and characters. That was in what? Alien Resurrection. Oh. You know what? The thing about Alien... Because Josh Whedon wrote that, and it's kind of like a proto-Firefly. Well, look yeah. The, if you look at the pirate ship there and everything. Yeah, it is. The, it was it like is. a proto-Firefly there. Which, um, which that, that, was, that was actually the best part of the movie, was seeing the, the scenes with the, that crew. Well, that's what I mean. That's what I said. I like yeah. the characters, you know. Not so much the scientists. Nobody gave a shit about him. And nobody gave a shit about Dan Hadea as a military guy. He just played so two-dimensional. Like, ah, right. fuck. Uh, so you anyway, know. what happened was uh, Bloomcamp uh, had, you know, he dropped some concept art for uh, a non-existent alien sequel. And it basically features, like, uh, a combination of Ripley with an alien. Like, kind of like a hybrid type thing. Um, and uh, he said that he just commissioned it himself because it was something he would, he really wants to do. So, um, so is this a reboot or is this a sequel? And I'm not sure. It doesn't really say anything. Um, but it looks like uh, because he worked with Sigourney Weaver on Chappie, 
And yeah. um, and Weaver told MTV that during their time together, the director kept showing her these brilliant designs and ideas and everything. Um, Weaver added that she previously thought the finale of Alien Resurrection was as good a place as any to stop the franchise, saying, I was quite happy to move on to other things. I didn't want to manufacture a sequel, and I felt like we were starting to do that. However, she explained that if Bloomkamp were to make his Alien film, it would be very organic and very original, and because of that, it would make me want to do it. If it was someone as talented as Neil, I'd certainly listen. So so she would be back as Sigourney, uh, Sigourney would be back as Ripley. Yeah, if um, yeah, if Neil Bloomkamp gets to make alien gets to make an alien sequel, then Sigourney Weaver would want to be in it. Which you know, to me, is as good a reason as any to um, go ahead and make this sequel. Now, here's what I'd like to know. Clarify something for me here, because okay. I'm stupid. The last with the Sigourney Weaver's character. Right, died in Aliens Three. Did she not? Yes. Yeah, Last she did. time I, so so, would she appear as Ripley Ripley, or would she appear like in Alien Resurrection, where they somehow got her DNA and made a clone of her? I I'm not sure. I don't know the details that he has in mind for the movie. Um, might be a clone or something. That's what I'd be curious about. Sorry, I'm just curious. Yeah, well, all we know so far is the designs he released, which showed like Rip- it showed like an alien with Ripley's face. Boy, that's coming full circle, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what was good. Um, shit, it was um, Alien Isolation. Oh, that don't wasn't... get me started on that game. You know. That was good. That that game has pissed me off so because I I bought it and I was really looking forward to playing it, and there's a game breaking glitch in the fourth level, where you're supposed to after you get out of the complex you you do all this stuff and then you're supposed to be able to go through the doors and go back to the what, medical center or whatever it was. Yeah. The doors are supposed to be unlocked, but they're not. And when I contacted support about this. They said, "Oh, you have to restart from level three and see if that will, and maybe that will fix the glitch." <laughs> and I'm like, "Motherfuckers, you want me to go back and waste like throw away all the hours I just put into getting out of that hard ass level because you can't make a fucking game correctly?" Now, what system did you get it for? This is on uh, PlayStation Three. PlayStation 3. And apparently this bug has been going back since, like, October when the game was released because there are messages dating back that far on the message boards. See, I haven't experienced... Well, I haven't gotten that far. Well, see, it's not that far in the game. Maybe you didn't have the glitch happen. But it happened to me, and I can't proceed in the game any further. And I'm not about to go back because, you know, it was a pain in the ass to get to that point in the first place. So I I talked to... Because I downloaded it from the PlayStation Store. Oh, that would have taken a long time. That's a huge... See, I bought mine from Steam. Well, they won't... Um, and... Because the, ga- the makers aren't going to fix the glitch, apparently. Because they said, oh, they haven't gotten around to fixing it. So when we don't know if they're... if And it doesn't show up on their list of things to fix or anything like that. So they don't have any plans to fix the glitch, even though lots of people have reported it since October. 
And Sony says, and I talked, so I talked to PlayStation about it, and they said, oh, we can't give you a refund because you've already gotten trophies for the game. Wow. So, wow. Yeah, so I'm basically, I, like, oh. I, got it, I, I got it for like 30 bucks. It was like on sale or something. But that really pissed me off. So now I'm not even, I'm not even playing the rest of the game now. Oh my! Like you can't get. See, I, I've only got a beginning. I, like I said, I've got the one for PC. I, I'm trying to scale back on my console. Well, not that I'm avoiding consoles. Just I had a. I, I got the game for fifteen. No, no, six sixteen dollars yeah. on Steam. Because you know they got these ridiculous sales to rope you in to buy a bunch of other shit. Right. And, and so I, I, I suck. I ended up buying five different games. But anyways. Um, it had like an incredible graphic requirement to play this game, but I mean, I thought it was good. I'm so, I'm sorry to hear that you you went through all that shit. God, that's horrible. I would be pissed too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it, it is geeks and nerds. You know, how often do we face a situation like this where it, you know, and this is why a lot of people are somewhat hesitant in just buying games you download versus if you had to buy if you bought the game at GameStop. You could have taken it back and, you know, got your money. Right. You know, if it was a disc. And I, I, you know, this is why I think one of the reasons why people were nervous about when Microsoft and the Xbox, uh, what's it, Xbox One, was uh, you had to download everything. And I, I'll tell you, that's a big fucking download, too, you had to pull. That's right. like 35 gigabytes, right? No, it's not that much. Mine was. Five gigabytes? No. Well, shit, mine like was. ten. Well, mine was big. <laughs> Did it come with like all the extras in it or something? I don't think so. Okay. But what I'm getting at is some of these, even the patches are huge. Even for console games. Um, what was it? Uh, did you get the Destiny, whatchamacallit game? No, no, I didn't bother with that. You know, that had like a 3 gigabyte patch in a download. You know what I just, uh, I just downloaded? Loaded that um, I got it for free as a member of PlayStation Plus and um, is a thief. How is it? I just downloaded. I haven't played it yet. How is it? You know, it's pretty cool. I really like like the the gameplay and everything, and the you know, it's a really cool game. But the only problem is it's first person. I hate first person games. Oh, first. How can you be a play a stealth game as a first person? It's really odd. Uh, I wish it was third person, but it's first person. I, I was going to say that way, but yeah, how would you do that? Uh, you know, how, how the fuck could you do stealth in first person? I'm never really sure if I'm in. St- <laughs> I'm hiding. Yeah. That, so it's well, you've yeah. got like a you've got like an indicator in the corner of your screen that tells you if you're like spotted or something, but it's not the same as you know having a third person character there. Have you downloaded? Have you gotten prototype? Um, yeah. How is it? Uh, I've played part of the first one. It's okay. I heard the second one is better, and I got that for free recently, but I haven't played it yet. May I ask you this question here? Mm-hmm. Uh, have you, uh, as soon as you, when you, for a PlayStation Plus game, as soon as you get them, how often have you, uh, just decided to start playing them? Oh, God, it depends. Um... Like, there are some games that I downloaded, like, a year or two ago that I haven't played yet. Yeah, I see. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Well, because, you know, they only come on free for a limited time. 
So you only have that window to get them for free. But then after you've... You don't even have to fully download them. You just have to register that you've, you know, quote-unquote, purchased them. And then yeah. it's tied to your account, and as long as you're a PlayStation Plus member, you can download it at any time. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Are you also doing that for the Vita games, even though if you don't own a Vita? No, no. You know what I found out? There's a, there's a way to get the free PlayStation 4 games, too. Now, you can't do it on the console itself, uh-huh. as you probably know. But you can do that if you go to the website. Okay. So, you know, Sony's got the PlayStation Store online. You can do it through your browser. Oh, on your I computer. see. Okay. And on there... I've been getting like PS4. I don't own a fucking PS4, but you're gonna give it to me for nothing? Sure, I'll take it. And then you can download the games when you do get a PS4. Yeah, exactly. That's a good idea. I should look into doing that. Yeah, and it's the same game. Just find out what it is. Do a search. It's the same deal. That's it's exact. Good. Yeah. Because it would check that out. Yeah, because it wasn't because you you can't pick it on the PS3. Right, right. Yeah, because up until now I've just been signing into the PS3 to check out what games are available. Now I should I should probably just do it from the browser though. That's a good idea. Yeah. I'm telling you and it's don't check I check for some of the PS3 because you they don't tell you. There is no PlayStation Plus on the store. It's just you find the game, you click on it, and it's got the little uh, yellow X or cross what do you call that thing the on the plus tri- the plus like thank you. Um it'll say free. Oh, okay. I'll look into yeah. that. And you know Honestly, that's the only reason I'm keeping a damn service. <laughs> you know, that is the same thing with the place, not PlayStation. Um, I have an Xbox, and same thing with the Xbox. I'm just doing it for the live gold games. But, okay. you know, Microsoft's stingy as shit. Oh, God, yeah. I remember you had to, you have to have a gold membership just to watch Netflix on there. Oh, yeah. I wish so I ain't like, got fuckers, I got to pay you fuckers 20 bucks a month in order to... Watch movies on Netflix plus pay Netflix on top of that. that was we get twenty dollars a month. Well, I don't. I can't remember what it was. It was like yeah, but the, I, I, fuck it, twenty dollars a month. I'll go over there and burn down Microsoft. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, no, I thought that was bullshit. That's like for the longest time, and the only time and I was just, yeah, like you have to. I, that was such bullshit. You had to pay just to play online or to access Netflix or any of this other stuff. And then here come, and then here's PS3 saying like you can play online for free. We don't give a shit. You want to watch Netflix? Go right ahead. Yeah. And then Microsoft, no. after like five years of doing this, is finally like, oh, now you can watch Netflix for free. Oh, I don't know if you use Spotify. No. Uh, oh, because that's coming to PS3. No, I don't use it. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. And it's no good to you then. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, but uh, God damn it. Are you getting a PS4? Um, you know what? Arkham Knight really makes is really making me consider it. I'm waiting till the price comes down. Well, that's why I'm probably waiting until Arkham Knight comes out. Once Arkham Knight comes out, then I might buy the PS4. If when I'm is it coming this, out? I think it's coming out in the summer. Oh, fuck that. I'll wait even longer. <laughs> so, yeah, nah, I'll man. Probably, I'll probably hit up some used stores and stuff in um, in the summer, see what, see what the prices are like then, and see if I've got the disposable income for it. <laughs> See, I, I, I'm going to wait because, first off, the hardware on a PS4 is already what was unavailable on a PC three years ago. Okay, I'm not trying to make PC superior or nothing like that. It's just that I know what's in there since they're using PC parts, mm-hmm. and I'm I, I'm not I'm not willing to pay four hundred dollars. Okay. You know, See, I I'll pay four hundred dollars. Like 
at, by that point, I could probably look at the used stores, probably find it for two. See, I'll pay two, but I want to get it new for two. I like don't care PS- if I get it used or new. I don't give a shit. Well, I do. well, you know what? Maybe you're right because I mean, what my, you PS, just the- my PS3 was used. It works fine. Oh, I'll tell you, those things last a while. I've had to go through three Xboxes. I haven't gone through. I'm still on my original PS3. Yeah, I'm still on my original PS3. My Xbox red ringed, and then it came back, and then something else happened, and it wouldn't turn on at all. So, oh, I had a, I had a huge runaround with Microsoft about this. Because they told me, um, when I was trying to contact support, they said, oh, you have to call our, our English support line in the States. And I said, okay, fine. So I contacted the English support line, told them I'm in Japan, and they said, okay, well, we can arrange for you to do a uh, repair. We'll, we'll have it come picked up, and and uh, we'll, we'll contact the post office, have them pick it up for you and everything, and ship it off. And it cost, like, X amount of money. It was, like, 100 bucks or something like that. So I'm like... <laughs> All right, fine. I'll I'll fucking do it. So I did it, and the day comes when they're supposed to pick it up. Or no, they I got an email saying like you have to confirm what date to pick it up. So I tried oh. entering in my address, and it wouldn't let me enter in a Japanese address. It was only saying you could do, only do it from within the states. Now oh, remind no. you. Now let me and again I remind you that when I called, I told the guy I live in Japan, and I asked him. Can I get that repair done, even though I live in Japan? He said yes. Oh, my God. So I call them back, and they say, oh, no, you can't get that done because you're in Japan. I'm like, well, why the fuck did you guys tell me I could? And they said, you have to call the Japanese support line. I'm like, well, do they have an English support? No. And this was like a month or two of going back and forth and calling and all this kind of shit before I finally got that answer. Oh my god. So then I called I... the Japan line, all right? And my ja- and this was, you know, remind you, this was like 4 years ago, and my Japanese was my Japanese even now isn't that great, but it was even worse back then. Uh-huh. Go on. And it took a month, you know, month, two months, whatever of going back and forth with people who spoke English to try and get this thing sorted out, and I and it took that long to get one answer. Guess how long it took me to get it get it figured out in broken Japanese? How long? Half an hour. It tells me that wasn't Japan where we're trained better. Yeah. And guess how much it cost me? How much? Nothing. That's awesome. They said, oh, that's a problem with, uh, that's a manufacturer problem. Uh, we'll replace it for you. I'm like, does it does it need to have a warranty with it? And they said, no, 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 no. It's a manufacturer problem. We'll we'll replace it for you for free. So they came. Someone came, picked up the old Xbox, and they gave me a new one. Okay, so far so good. And yeah, and that and that was the end of the story. But the point is, the English line took three months of going back and forth. Nobody knew jack shit. Gave me the wrong answers. Told me I, they made me pay seventy bucks or whatever it cost. Oh no! And then they I, took, after I paid, they said that they couldn't give it back. They couldn't um, come and did take you. Did, did you get your money back? That took another few months of arguing with them. Holy fuck! Uh, holy fuck! And then I, I also had an incident recently with Xbox Live with my live ID. 
Mm-hmm. So my ID before was PCP812, my initials and my birthday, right? Right. I've had that ID since I first I got remember the Xbox. That. Yeah. I remember and that. all of a sudden, they said that your ID has is invalid. It's been reported as, it's been flagged as, um, like, inappropriate. Because of PCP? Yeah. Because they thought it's like a drug? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why did they give a shit? So I had to go back and forth contacting them, and they said, they said you can reset your name. And I said, okay, fine. So I went to, I followed their directions to reset the name, and then I got them to a screen saying, like, it will cost you this to change your name. I'm like, you motherfuckers. Oh, my God. You don't even give me a chance to change it on my own. You change the rules, and then you're forcing me, and then you're telling me out of the blue that... You don't even give me a warning or anything. You just say your name has been changed without... We gave you it. So it took all this back and forth. I had to go through, like, several representatives, go through several phone calls, several chats, several emails, several angry posts on their customer support forums before finally they said, we'll give you a credit so you can change your name. Didn't they change your name into something horrible? Yeah, it was like Fluffy Puppy some, something or other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, god damn it. I would be so pissed. Oh, god, I was. And it took like a week to get that sorted out before they finally said, okay, yeah, we'll give you the credit to change your name. And that's why you don't use them anymore. Yeah, yeah, f- fuck them. I don't blame you. I mean, if I went through that shit, fuck it. No way, man. Microsoft, man, their customer support is one of the worst. I Don't even get me started on their so-called customer support with Skype, either. Oh, I went through a recent thing on that. I went through they they charged me after I, but I canceled and they still charged me for a whole year. And I you told know, them, they listen, wouldn't let me, they wouldn't let me change my credit card. No, me either. Because I apparently, had the same I, don't know, I guess they think credit cards never expire. Well, go ahead and charge it. You're not gonna get a nickel. Well, because I and I had to because I had to update it for my because uh, I've got a a Chicago based line through Skype so people can call me. Yeah. And so I pay like, I don't know, like 70 bucks a year for that or something like that. And and I just had to and yeah, and they said, "Oh, your subscription is ending soon and your and your card is expired. So you need to enter in new information." You fuckers won't let me enter in new information. Yeah, that's So I had, of... I had to go through a whole bunch of shit trying to get that sorted out too. Yeah, I'd be And I even me. said to them, I'm like, "Please tell me why every single website that deals with credit card transactions gives you an option to change your credit card, and yet Microsoft, supposedly one of the biggest tech companies in the world, has not figured out how to implement this very basic technology. And, and you know said, what? Oh, we're working is. on it. And I'm like, there, there have been complaints about this on your message board for years. How fucking long does it take you to implement something like that? And you know what's hilarious is. Their other services, I think, are separately run because I had Microsoft Mu- Xbox Music mm-hmm. for a little bit. I wanted to try it out. And no issue. No issue whatsoever. Not only did I cancel them because, like I said, I wanted to go back to Spotify. They said, hey, if you give us a, a shot, we'll give you th- uh, three months free. Uh-huh. Somebody actually replied they want to keep my business. None of Microsoft shit ever does that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and you know what? When you get bad customer service, whether you're a geek, a nerd, or anybody, 
listen, it's your money. You work hard for it. Yeah. You know, and if they what they're saying to you is, you know what, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. So go take your business elsewhere, and, and that's and, and you did. Yep. All right, so I think we've kind of bullshitted for a while here. Shall we talk about the main topic for this week? Yes. Okay, so Battlestar Galactica, the reboot. What do you have to All say right. about it to begin with? You want to start us off? Well, I know you have some negative things on it. And, I mean, compared to a lot of the shows out now, mm-hmm. I mean, you could you would have some criticism. But I have to say, keep in mind when the show premiered. There was, you know, we were coming off the only other big show at the time, I think it was The Sopranos, some other stuff. But for a science fiction show, and originally, originally the, the, the Battlestar Galactic was supposed to be the miniseries. Mm-hmm. That was it. And then they realized, wait a minute, we got fucking something here. Yeah. And as a geek, there was not much else you could watch at the time. So I still love the show. It's got issues, but I love the show. Oh, the show! Like it's like don't get me wrong. It's a good show, but I would have these criticisms even if I was watching it back in two thousand four, because there are some things about it that are not that are really kind of um, you know just really there are some things about it that are just you know they made some really bad choices in some things and. One of them, I think, was stretching out the seasons to 22 episodes or whatever it was. Because mm-hmm. we got a lot of filler stuff in there. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's, I, I understand. I think that's, that's a fair criticism. Sure. And then we get to the finale, which, what the fuck was that? You know, I. Uh, where do you want to begin with that? Where do you want to begin with that? Okay, well, let's start off with Starbucks. Okay, thank you. What the fuck is she? Yeah, exactly. They well, don't explain like, that. At that they point, I, you know, I was thinking, oh, she's the, she's the final foot. She's the fi- She's the fifth. Has she has to be the fifth? And then you get that episode where um, Ty is on Earth and he finds out that it's Ellen, and I'm like, what the fuck? Then what oh, the hell God. is Starbucks supposed to be? Right. What the hell is the uh, the Cylon that visits Baltar? Yeah, yeah, and then, like, I that I thought that, at first I thought maybe it was, like, some sort of, like, when she died on Earth, her or not Earth, on uh, Caprica, her consciousness somehow ended up in Baltar's body. That's an interesting take. I didn't think of that. Wait, well, that's that's what I thought they were building up to, but then she appears on, on, uh, on, on, on Caprica after the Cylons occupy it, so obviously that's not it, and... Yeah, and then that became, you know, a whole... And then she was seeing Baltar, too. So then my thought was, oh, maybe it's just a representation of their subconscious. Which I'd be fine with, too. But then we get to the end of the show, and it turns out they're like, what, God and the Devil or something? Or Guardian We don't know! What the fuck you is that? You don't fucking... No, oh. and that pissed off so many people. And, and then, then Starbucks just fucking disappears. My work is done. She just what the fuck was she? Was she an angel or some shit like that? What the hell? What was she before she went into that black hole? Yeah. Oh. No, no, I agree. That pissed off a lot of people. 
and then I, there was the whole shit with Hera and the opera house and all that, and then that was just like turned out to be nothing of importance at all, even though we spent like an entire season and a half building it up. Where I think they should have focused with Hera was the fact that she was a hybrid. Yeah. Go with that. You don't have to do the whole mystical shit. Just go with that. And then you had um uh, uh what was her name? The president. Lauren. Laura. Yeah. She was getting the visions and all that, so you thought maybe she had some connection to Cylons too. Nope, nothing. <laughs> wow. There are so many different directions they could have gone in, so many different ways they could have explained a lot of stuff. And that entire last episode was just awful. They could have just ended it at the end of the because Daybreak was a three-part was a three-part episode, right? Right. They could have ended it after part two, and I would have been fine. It would have been a cliffhanger ending, but it would have been a lot better than that big-ass, navel-gazing, pretentious bullshit where we just find out God's responsible for everything. The Cylons are essentially like Abraham and the Israelites, and basically we've been getting our polytheistic stuff from essentially Capricans. You, you know, know what ancient... I thought would have been great is if it ended at at the the mid-season finale when they found out Earth was a bombed-out husk. I was about... Yes! Yes! There's no reason... And, and it turns out that these people are our future. Yeah. You know, that I agree. I thought they should have ended it there. They could have settled on that planet... Bullshit the radioactivity. You know, they're in fucking space. They're already used to it. You know? But I agree. I would have been great. That would have... Because now I, you have to ask yourself this question. What happened to the Cylons in that world? They didn't kill each other entirely because if history is repeating itself, you know, where do those people go to? Right. And, and you know what? The... And the whole, like, the whole, they basically tried to take the same ending of the original Battlestar Galactica, where they end up back on Earth, and it turns out we're all in the past. Although I think hey, in, in the original one, it was, it was during the moon landing or something is when they arrived at Earth. No, uh, no, I remember watching the final thing. They arrived at Earth by the year 1980. I remember I reading something about the moon landing. Like, I never saw it, but I heard that basically they arrived sometime in the modern day or something like that. It, it, well, I remember because I remember them arriving in 1980 and then Starbucks kid and Apollo's kid, one of the two, and his sidekick go on Earth. Okay, so they arrive in 1980. The, the point is, though, it doesn't take place in the future. Right, which they would have been better off for the future because... Exactly. Just... First off, it sets you apart more from the original series, so you're not using, like, the same ending. And second... The whole secret history, ancient aliens thing, is such an overused cliche in sci-fi. Yeah, it, now, it, especially since it's fucking history channels killing it to death. I know. I mean, come on. That was just... It's so friggin' lazy. Well, Plus, this idea that the... I mean, are we really gonna believe that the... 40,000 survivors of humanity are get, who have lived their entire lives with this advanced technology 
are just going to give it up to go live with primitive oh, people. that pissed me off. I mean, I mean they were they were planning to build a city. Like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just go live with these people, which you oddly don't even know. They base off the compatibility by having a Dama look at them with binoculars. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's like saying, well, that and gorilla Baltar over there is... we can breed with them. How the fuck do you know? Yeah. No, I, I, I yeah, the, the, that whole last part of the thing with the baby being mitochondrial E. Oh, God you know, damn. Yeah. That thing was stupid. No, you're right. We go back to where they find the burnt-out Earth, it's, and it's our Earth. Make it our Earth. Yeah. But it's burnt out, you know, and rebuild there, you know. And why the fuck fly all the spaceships into the sun? Yeah, what the hell? How is that going to benefit anyone? Well, we want a clean slate. No, you don't. And another thing, why the fuck let the Cylons go? And they're the last one, because apparently all the other ones are dead. So you leave these ones that were on a ship? Why? Yeah. If history is repeating itself, and they explain that, okay, that they, first off, number one, it happened the first time on COBOL. Mm -hmm. And they go to COBOL, and maybe they should have fucking ended it there, too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, on COBOL, bam, robots rise up, everybody gets fucked. Let's go on to the colonies. Because they find that one other planet in the middle of nowhere. Oh, you yeah, know. New Caprica? No, not New Caprica. This is before that. They actually find a planet or, or some kind of tower or something with writing and shit on there, which is, you know. But the thing is this. You're telling me they couldn't find another fucking planet to settle I on? Know. I know. Really? I, okay, I grant you the Cylons are hunting them down. Okay? I grant you that. Right, but, but, uh, but by the end of, the, of Daybreak Part 2, they're not hunting anyone anymore. No. They're settling on Caprica, actually. And, you know, there was an episode where they could have released a virus and wipe out the entire Cylon threat. Oh, but yeah. No. The, um, the biological weapon thing. Basically. Yeah. Oh, no, we're not going to do that because, you know what? We're not for genocide. They fucking nuked your civilization. <laughs> There's, you went from billions to 56,000. I think there's a little leeway here at this point. <laughs> you can be forgiven, okay? Don't worry about it. An eye for an eye would make really awful good sense about now. Yeah. You know? But um, saying all this bad stuff, I was impressed that they were able, or at least attempted to get as close to real-life physics for the space fights. I've heard about that. I've heard that. I've okay. heard about that, yeah. They did bring on experts, apparently, they said. And, like, when the ship turns, not the Galactica, but the, the littler ships, right? Yeah. There's no noise. And they have to use a little right. It's not like fucking Star Wars, where it makes a left-hand turn like a car. Right. <laughs> this thing, little afterthrusters and all that stuff. And they dealt with scarcity. You know, it wasn't like Star Trek where, oh, I want a cup of tea, I'll press a button. <laughs> You know, that always pissed me off about Star Trek. Oh, there's no scarcity. They got everything they fucking need. Mm -hmm. Go to the material. I don't know what they call that thing. Uh, oh, shit. The, uh, I, I can't remember what it's called. You know, you know what I'm talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it'll make you everything from a, a, a glass of wine to a whole dinner. You know, one lobster, hit a button. Mm -hmm. You know? And, and shit. 
You know, but th- in this one, in Battlestar Galactica, you had an episode dealing with water. Yeah, that was a good episode. You know, you had an. I, I like the ones also where there was a debate inside the luxury liner. Oh, one second. Hold on, one second. Okay. Um, there was a whole episode where Richard Hatch's character, who was now released, mm-hmm. was saying, "You know, he was talking to his bartender guy, saying, why are you working here? Your boss is dead.' Right." You know, and it really got you thinking about something here. You know, what if the end of the world, or at least, you know, let's just, God forbid, most of the planet or civilizations take out, so you got this one city left, and you're working at McDonald's the day before the apocalypse, would you show up to work at McDonald's the day after? Right, yeah. You know, but what else are you going to do? You can't leave the city. <laughs> right? Either the, either the radiation or the zombies get you. Right. No, I mean, there are some really good parts about the show. Um, you know, Starbuck was great. Um, Adama was awesome. Ty, I went back and forth in. Sometimes I liked him. Sometimes I couldn't stand him. You know what I thought about Ty? I thought if they ever made a movie about the 2012 election or 2008. He should play John McCain. He should play John McCain. I know. Exactly. I, I kept thinking every single time I see him in something. I always think, man, he is a dead friggin' ringer for John McCain. John McCain, yeah, I thought, and you know, but went up, but he, he's never gonna get that chance. No. A lot of those actors, you know, that those are Canadian actors for the most part, except for some are British. You know, a lot of them are on um, a lot of the TV shows you see elsewhere. You know. Yeah, Michael Hogan. He was uh, um. I think he was also on uh, Smallville for a little bit. They were, yeah, they were everywhere. In fact, I'm double checking now. I'm pretty sure he was in Smallville. Oh, he did, looks like he did some voice work in uh, Skyrim too, the game. All of those folks. Yeah, he was also in. Uh, he was also in Teen Wolf. Did you ever see Teen Wolf? Yes, I have. Yes, yeah, I mean the TV show, not the. Um... Oh. <laughs> okay. It's pretty good. Uh, he plays uh, the grandfather of one of the characters, and he's a w- werewolf hunter. And and yeah, he was on Smallville. He played uh, he played Deathstroke on Smallville. Oh my god! I know the guy that plays the doctor. There was a there's a great show from Canada called Da Vinci's Inquest. Uh huh. Okay, I highly recommend it. I think it's on Netflix, and it's about a coroner, and the guy plays a detective. Uh-huh. And it's it's really good. I really recommend it. And you know um, who uh, who is you know who Katie Sackhoff might be playing in the future? Who? Captain Marvel. Oh, that would be cool. I'll tell you, she's really good. And um, oh, what the hell's a show? I like it so much. Uh, but the sheriff. Uh, fuck, 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 fuck. Uh. What the hell is the name of that show? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what show you're talking about. Um, there is a show she's on right now. Um, give me a second to think. Brain's rebooting. Bane is brain is rebooting. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me a second here. She's on a fucking show that you've got to see. God Longmire? damn it, Longmire! Thank you. 
you you've mentioned Longmire before. Like I I I checked that I've tried watching the second episode and I think that's when I really just got bored with it. No, no, no. You gotta watch the whole thing. All right, I'll try probably get around to it when I've got nothing else to watch. I'm telling you, it's it's pretty good. It's slow at first, but it's it gets better. Mm -hmm. All right. If you don't like it, I'll buy you a drink. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, there's a big fan campaign to get Katie Sackhoff to play Captain Marvel, uh, and. Um, she is in. She said that she'd be interested in playing Captain Marvel, or also uh, Typhoid Mary, or um, oh, what was the other one? You know, she uh, was the Bionic Woman. Harley. She was in Bionic Woman. She was the. She was the original Bionic Woman. Then it got canceled, and that's why she ended up in Battlestar Galactica. You mean the Bionic Woman reboot? Yeah. That was her, really. I didn't know that. That was her. Huh. No, 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 hold, hold on. No, 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 let me rephrase. Let me reboot. No, 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 hold on. She was not the bionic woman. She was in the bionic woman, I think, playing a villain. Oh, she's okay. not. She, she's not the, like I said, I want to be clear here. She's not the bionic woman. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, because uh, I'm looking it up now. Michelle Ryan was the... No, 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 no. Yeah, you're right. She was uh, Sarah Corvus. There you go. See, I knew that she was something because I remember seeing her in there, and she liked to smoke. That's the only thing I can remember. It's, oh yeah, I can fucking smoke all I want now. Did you see that sheer, that series, Bionic Woman? I did. It, it had potential, but I'm, I, I don't. You know, it was one of those shows that the network just did not give it enough time. I think a lot of these shows, mm -hmm. you have to give it more than one season. Yeah. I hate to say it, it is a problem we're facing now with Constantine is NBC is not giving it a chance. They've already poo-pooed. It's already been poo-pooed. It's going to sci-fi. Mm -hmm. And so, who the fuck knows? Right. Uh, I remember seeing the pilot, and I wasn't really impressed by it, but I, and I never really saw anything after that. I, it's not a great show, but it's a... Uh, once again, at the time when you want to watch goofy crap like that, mm -hmm. there was no fucking uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on or anything like that. Right, right. So, <laughs> anyway. but yeah, um, Katie Sackhoff as uh, Captain Marvel—that would be awesome. I think she. I would watch that. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm going to watch the Captain Marvel movie anyway because uh, Carol Danvers is one of my favorite Avengers. But, um, but yeah, she would be great. Definitely, holy fuck! But anything else? Um, we got any other like, big news or anything? Uh, Star Wars related or anything well, of this anything, stuff. Any final thoughts on Battlestar Galactica? On Battlestar Galactica, for its time, it was a great show. I mean, it's still a good show. It's, even it's, even, even story if you it now, because I still I really enjoyed it when I was watching it. I mean, there are some episodes that I kind of tuned out on because they were filler, but when when it was cranking, it was really cranking. You know what else was pretty cool on there, and I mentioned find is the soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. It's got really, Bear McCreary makes great music for that. Yeah. And there's like five fucking CDs of that shit. Yeah. yeah it's amazing. It was, a, it was a good show, and it had a really good cast. Like, I, I, it's hard for me to find a character that I really didn't like in the show. Even a drunky ex-wife was, you know, good for what she was. Although I had a hard, 
Hard to, I'll tell you who I didn't too much care for. Who? Tyrell. You know, I went back and forth on him. Uh, there were some times when I really liked him, and there are other times when I'm just like, just shut the fuck up already. Him I didn't care for, and I didn't care too much for the lieutenant who betrays Adama when there's that uh, uprising. You know, the one oh, that gets Gata? his like, Gata. Gata, yeah, I didn't really care much for Gata. I liked yeah. him uh, on New Caprica when he was aiding the resistance. Yes. I thought he was really good in that in that part. But then towards the end, when he starts joining with the betrayal and everything else, that, that just I that lost me. Yeah, there's there's no reason to do that. And also there's, you know what thing that really annoyed me about him was and I mentioned this in the last episode was the, the episode when they find um it was some big episode and they wasted so many fucking scenes of him drugged up in the hospital singing to himself. <laughs> and I'm just like, every time they cut to a scene of him singing, I'm like, who gives a shit? Maybe it was, you sure it wasn't pertinent to the story? It wasn't! It had nothing to do with the story whatsoever. Hmm. Well, you know, um, I still didn't care for the guy. Yeah, too much. No, I, I just did I did not really like him too much. You know. But Tyro he came off either as a whiny bitch. Yeah, yeah. Or you know, uh you know, like uh oof, yeah, I just didn't care for the guy. Yeah, yeah. You know. And I really uh, liked uh I really liked Hilo. He really came out in his own. I didn't care for him too much at first. But Oh Hilo? Yeah. 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 But in the second season, I think, is when he really started to shine. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's interesting. As you should read up on the actor himself. His dad was like the, uh, what do you call it, whatever the Canadian version of a governor of the Yukon. And this guy's like a big-time uh, outdoorsman. Popular oh, really? up there. Oh, yeah. Pretty some pretty cool shit about that guy. You know, he make I think he'd make Chuck Norris look like a pussy. Uh, Tamo Pennekhead is his name. Yeah. He's, oh, he's you know pretty... what um really got me uh really surprised me was when D died. Oh, the young lady. Yeah, that was oh. tragic. When she um you know she had that great night with uh, Lee, and you know she's like I want this to and then she's sing she's standing there in her in the in the quarters just kind of humming to herself. And I was expecting – I knew something was coming, and I was expecting her to reveal that she was a Cylon or something. But then she takes the gun and she shoots herself. And I'm I like, did not see that coming. Ah, that, that blew me away when I saw that happen. I did not see that coming. I just didn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but see, that's one of the things about Battlestar Galactica. It hit on a lot of things that people in a situation of wartime that doesn't have to be in space. Right. Well, the writer said they were inspired by stuff that was happening, like in the former Yugoslavia, Ethiopia. The you remember back then, or the Darfur people. Most stuff chased. that wasn't you know it was, there was like the whole Abu Ghraib thing that played a big influence. Oh yeah. There was a lot of touch of modern politics yeah. going on in that show. 
the whole idea of religious extremism, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. No, they had. I think that's why a lot of people tuned in and didn't just dismiss it as a oh a cheesy sci-fi show. Right. Compared to the seventies one, this one you had drugs, criminality. It was a really good allegory for modern society. It was. But I and agree. then they blew it all away in the in the final episode by saying God did everything. I think it was a cop out. It was such a cop out. I mean, come on. Well, what are you gonna yeah, do, when, pal? When they really, when they really started to lost me is when they revealed that Ellen was the fifth. I'm just like, why the fuck would you do that? What got me was they explained their backstory. They're all scientists, and yeah. when, and Tyro, fucking Tyro's not only a scientist, he's a guitar player. <laughs> you know, wasn't it wasn't it Anders who was the guitar player? No, Anders was like a mathematician. That's why Anders was wondering why he was like numbers. Of course he did, asshole. Because in your real life, you were a fucking mathematician. Oh, okay. And, and the thing what got me is they figured out how to transfer their bodies, right? Right. Now, were oh, they? But the music thing brings up a good point because fucking all along the Watchtower. Which would be great if it was a series set in the future, because then the song would make sense. But now, yeah. no, it's set in the past, and somehow the exact same lyrics and notes get passed on through genetic memory until Bob Dylan one day decides to write it down. Yeah. What uh, the fuck? My question was this. When they had... They were leaving that bombed-out Earth. Mm -hmm. The original secret, whatever the hell they are. Right. right? Now, it's my understanding, okay, was it that they went from COBOL to that Earth? Was it the Earth that they found, nuked that where they came from? Where they came from? Yeah. No, that's not where they came from. That's where the 13th tribe went to. Which was that 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 Earth, right? That we find. That's where they're originally from. Yeah, that's where the the that's where the Cylons are originally from. Humans aren't originally from Earth. Humans are originally from Cobol. Okay, so we go from Cobol. There were thirteen tribes that left. No, Cobol. I know that. I know that. Right. I'm saying there the, was the twelve colonies. They went to Caprica and those other planets. The thirteenth tribe, which was the Cylon tribe, they went to Earth. They went to Earth. And that's where um, Terrell and Anders and Ty and Ellen and um, what's her name? The assistant. They're all descended from Cylons. Right. They came from Earth. Okay. The rest of humanity, though, comes from Cobalt originally and then from their various planets in the 12 colonies. Uh, well... So they managed to get back home, is essentially what you're saying. The Cylons do, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. at the end, they find the new Earth, and then and then Adama says, this place is Earth now. It's like, fuck. So then the Cylons, who were robots, eventually become humans and create their own Cylons and start the war. Now... What about the silence it left alive? Is history going to repeat itself? And here's the another thing. You mean? 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, and what about the survivors? As I recall, as I recall, there were survivors on Caprica of the initial genocide or the initial holocaust. Weren't they all there, picked up? No. He could only take a, a Hilo and, and uh, what's the Korean lady's name? Um, Athena? Athena, yeah. They only could take the kids and some other ones, and that was oh, it. Okay. So, I mean, you have to figure there are some survivors that they later on join up with the Cylons that were left on Earth. I'd, I'd imagine they were killed because because um, then after that we see the Cylons, you know, turn New Caprica into its own planet. No, I, I no, 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 no. Um, I'm talking about Caprica, the original Caprica. I, I know that's what I meant, Caprica, not New. Caprica. Okay. They, I know. Because remember, we see them set up an old, their own society there, and didn't something happen to Caprica after that? There was a terrorist bombing. Because you had uh, certain Cylons believing in God, and the other ones were like atheists. Right. You know, but my question is this: Did they kill off all the humans? I'd imagine they did. You know, how would you feel about that? Jesus Christ, you're, you know, it's like, oh my God, we kill off these people. Now we're just going to take over their property. You know. <laughs> mm. Anyways. I think yeah, I, I can't remember quite so clearly, but. But yeah, the ending was bullshit. The ending was bullshit. I agree with you. Uh, so, um, are you watching anything else? Um, nothing really. Oh, I did find some new news, though, while we were talking. What's that? Uh, this is about uh, Batman v Superman. Okay. There are some plot details that have come out and some character details. So... The movie opens with a flashback of Bruce Wayne, Ben Affleck, arriving in Metropolis during Superman's fight with General Zod. We get to know the new Batman here. Dawn of Justice actually takes place a few years after Man of Steel, when Superman, who is the focus, has established himself as a hero, with some obvious detractors like Lex Luthor and Batman. And not to mention everybody else in that fucking city he destroyed. I know, everyone else should be too. Clark Kent and Lois Lane are still together, living together, in fact, and are working at the Daily Planet. Clark is covering fluff pieces for the planet, like a certain Metropolis versus Gotham football game that may or may not introduce Cyborg. However, his personal area of interest is investigating the Batman. And then here are some alleged details. Um, not sure if these are true or not. But while covering a story in the Middle East, Lois requests, requires a save from Superman. This causes an international incident as other nations see soups as an American weapon. <laughs> General Swanwick, uh, played by Harry Lennox, has supposedly come around supporting Superman. When the final battle comes, Doomsday is name dropped, it's Swanwick who vouches for Soups' ability to win the battle. Safely away from human casualties. Wink, wink. At one point, after stopping an unarmed villain scheme... Superman tells him that he's not going to break his neck. He's going to take him to jail instead. Wink, wink. Uh, here are some more plot rumors slash details. Uh, Jeremy Irons' Alfred will be more actively involved in Batman's crime-fighting campaign. Think like the, the support he offers in the Arkham games. 
Rumor, Commissioner Gordon will be dead. Rumor, there could be additional villains in the film, like KG Beast. Batman will have multiple bat suits and a new voice. How does this... Cyborg will be introduced. Is this Batman going to be modeled after... I mean, in the same universe as the Nolan one? Uh... It's, as far as we know, there's no connection to the Nolan one. But there is a rumor involving Doomsday. And yeah. So, apparently, after Zod was killed in Man of Steel, Lex Luthor took the body. And this is just a rumor. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find exactly what it was. And uh, basically what it is, is there's some sort of doomsday gene or something, and um, Lex basically creates general creates doomsday from the body of General Zod, is basically kind of what the rumor is. That sounds a little, I mean, interesting, but I, I, I it's somewhat dumb at the same time. Yeah. Like, ah, at the same time? Yeah. You know... That's fucking cheap. <laughs> oh, God. And so then the third act climax will basically be Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman teaming up against Doomsday. And that's how you get your Justice League. Yeah. Well, they'll fight Doomsday and they'll beat him at the end, and then after that it'll lead to Justice League in the future. Hey, we work well together. Hey, let's basically, do more yeah. shit. You know, I think this is the start of a beautiful friendship. Some bullshit line like that. Meanwhile, everybody makes fun of Aquaman behind his back. Well, what do you think? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what could... It's the same people who made Man of Steel. I mean, there's not really a whole lot of confidence there. I know. I, I know. I'm, I, you and I, we have our issues on this. Mm. We so have our issues. Well, maybe more people will die in this one, too. I mean, <laughs> you know, why, why, why stop with parts of India and Metropolis? Mm. Fuck it. Why? We can, you know, maybe tilt the planet on its axis and kill like 20 million people just, just for the hell of it. Why? And then another 100 million. <laughs> you know? Um, that's about all I've got. I mean, other than that, you know, I watched the new episodes of Arrow, Flash, and uh, Agent Carter. Any thoughts on those? Well, uh, let's see here. Agent Carter, when was the last one you saw? Oh, you said you saw the last one. Yeah. Um, I honestly thought that spy was going to kill her. That 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 assassin. Oh, really? Gonna, I, I didn't see that coming. Maybe I'm just dumb. But well, you, uh, you know that she's going to survive because she ends up in Winter Soldier. No, not her. Who, who are you talking about? I thought you were talking about Peggy. No. No. Pe- Pe- oh, Peggy. you mean uh, you mean her roommate. No, not roommate, no. neighbor. I thought the neighbor who was turned out to be an assassin was going to kill the psychiatrist. Oh, okay. I see. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? I've got a theory about who that's, that guy is. Who? The Russian guy. Who? Because you see him using his voice to like kind of manipulate people, right? I think he might be a reimagined Doctor Faustus. 
That would be cool. Seems to fit, doesn't it? Dr. Faustus? Oh, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Fucking A, yeah. I mean, to shit, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 when I saw him doing that kind of stuff with his voice, I'm like, shit, is that Faustus? That's Faustus. Yeah, I think it might be. That would be pretty cool if they'd go that route. I hope they go that route. Well, we'll find out shortly, right? I mean, yeah. there's like one episode left. Well, I think there are two. There's two? Okay. I'm checking right now. I'm not, I can't remember which um, number the last episode was. Uh, yeah, we've got two episodes left. Uh, there's tonight and uh, next week is the final episode. And then we get Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I'm looking forward to. I cannot wait to see that. I mean, Agent Carter's has been fun, but I'm really looking forward to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. coming back. Me too. Yeah, I agree. Agent Carter's nice, but, you know, there's only, I guess, so much. Unless you're going to really come up with some really badass bad guys, 90% of the time it's all female trying to show up to the, guy, to the guys that woman is just as good. We know that already. You know yeah. what? I, I think I would have liked Agent Carter a lot more if it all happened during the the break. Because there was a period of like a few weeks when there was nothing on. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe they should have played it sooner. Right, if they started it sooner and, you know, played it through the holidays. I mean, I know they wouldn't because, you know, TV network bullshit. They don't realize that people still watch TV over the holiday season. Yeah, I know. And especially with, you know, DVRs and TiVo and all that kind of shit now. And Hulu and... But whatever. <laughs> but anyway, I think that would have been... I think I would have enjoyed it much more if it finished then and then right... Then the mid-season... Once the mid-season uh, hiatus was over, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. started up like at the same time as Splash and Arrow and all the others. Well, what's kind of sad, though, also is... There is no indication that once Agent Carter is over, you're ever going to see another one of those. Even if the others, you know, say S.H.I.E.L.D. comes back, uh, ends the season, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, is there any indication that they're going to bring that back, uh, Agent Carter? Any, have they hinted anything? Agent Carter? Probably not. I, don't, I haven't seen any indication of that. You know. That's, um, that's what... And that's what I, I, I want to, oh, you know... well, actually, wait, hold on, hold on. I'm looking on the um, Wikipedia page, and here's something uh, Haley Atwell said on the future of the character. Um, I think the great thing about the fact that I've already played her at the end of her life means that we know. That's what's great about the situation we have now, is that we have an opportunity. If the show does go into second and third and fourth and fifth seasons... We know that we can explore all of these aspects of her character because we know she lives such a long life and she's had a fulfilled life. Mm -hmm. So um, what's going to start happening in season one is seeds are going to be planted as to what happens in her personal life, and yet it's still open to the possibility of new men coming into her life, deepening relationships with the men we discover in season one. Obviously, the era is 1946, but in the second, third, fourth, fifth season, if it goes on to that, we can explore different time periods. Well, see, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, you know, you got decades to work with, and there's a lot of villains you could have used. Right. And I am thinking, yeah, that would, I mean, uh, you know what? I recently took a, a look at the uh, the prequel comic for the Ant-Man movie. Uh-huh. 
And and I don't know if I can't. I think Haley Atwell is going to be in the Ant Man movie as well in the scene set in the past. Um, I don't know for sure, but I know that she appears in the comic. And this See? is set in the '60s when Hank Pym was Ant Man. Oh, I so so. Uh, Ant Man takes place in the '60s. Part of it does. It takes oh. place in the modern day and in the '60s because basically what they're saying is Hank Pym was Ant Man working for Shield in the '60s or the '70s or whatever. And so you've so you've got Howard Stark in there. You've got like the early days of Shield in there. You've probably got Haley Atwell in there playing Agent Carter. Um, and then Ant Man picks up. The main story takes place in the modern day. It takes place alongside, like the same time as the events of Age of Ultron. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty cool. Because See, now I that uh, Shield is gone, Hank Pym has been forced to go into the private sector because he's been working for Shield all this time. See, here's what I'm wondering, mm-hmm. and you know, I think it would be cool if they did this. You probably will disagree. I could see Peggy Carter as a precursor to Nick Fury as the head of Shield. Well, that's basically what they've been doing. I see. You know, that's what I could see. Yeah. I mean, is that, is that what I mean? Because I mean, I don't know the history that much of Shield. I mean, is that what they do? Well, we don't know much of the history of Shield in the MCU in general. All we know is that the founders of Shield were Peggy Carter, Tony Stark, and uh, I think Tommy Lee Jones's character was well, he was pictured in the SSR, so he could have been one of the founders of Shield as well. Oh no, he was there because they had him. Um, didn't they have him in another flashback where they were going through stuff? They like had him in Winter Soldier when. Uh, when Steve and Natasha go back to the base, uh, they have the old SSR base, and they have framed photographs of Peggy, Stark, and... Um, God, what was his friggin' name in that movie? <laughs> You're having brain farts, too. I am. I'm totally having, having a total brain fart. Everybody's brain farting. <laughs> Well, anyways, uh, Mike. Phillips. Phillips. That was his name. Colonel Phillips. So we know that. Uh, I'm, now, I don't know if Colonel Phillips was involved at all with S.H.I.E.L.D. because we haven't heard any mention of him so far in Agent Carter. Which doesn't necessarily mean anything. Like, he could appear in the last episode or something and tell Peggy that they're forming S.H.I.E.L.D. or something like that. I don't know. Hey, want to join us? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know what? I would like to see something with Nick Fury joining S.H.I.E.L.D. But it'd be like a yuck, Samuel L. Jackson. That's I don't what care. It would you can probably do it. Yeah, with the CGI. May not, even, to... may not even need CGI. Have you, have you seen previews for The Kingsman? Yeah, I know. That's amazing. I mean, he, he's a damn good shop. Ta- it's all those fucking credit card commercials he does over here. When he's clean-shaven, man, he looks pretty young. I'm telling you, it's those credit card commercials. <laughs> How do you figure that? I don't know. They keep him active. You ever seen them over here? Yeah, I, I've commercials? seen them on, on, on Hulu. You know... That asshole's getting all over the place. Oh, speaking of... Uh, oh, no, completely off topic. but That's okay. Um, 
I have to bring it up. Okay. Uh, Better Call Saul. Have you seen it yet? No, I haven't seen it yet. I gotta wait until it comes out on something. Ah, oh, god damn it! You gotta watch that shit. Is it's it good? good. It's good. Well, did you ever do some Breaking Bad? Of course, love Breaking Bad. Oh, then you're gonna love this. Okay. I won't spoil anything for you, but you're gonna love it. God damn it. Okay. All right. So, I think that's pretty much all we have to talk about. You got anything else, Johnny? I got shit. All right. Okay, so website, geekscreen.percivalconstantine.com, Twitter, at Geekscreen. And what should we talk about next time, Johnny? Um, 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 uh, you don't watch The Walking Dead. No. Uh, well, I do, but not until it comes uh, out on Netflix. Okay. Well, we could catch up. I mean, aren't there going to be all the uh, season finales for Flash, Arrow, and... Oh, they're not going to have finales yet. Finales are a few months off. Okay, for a series season finales. Okay. Um, I don't know, man. Let's see what happens. Play what if by we did, um, I was thinking about this the other day. With all this talk no! about... No! I'm kidding. All right. Uh, with all what this talk think? about, you know, Spider-Man and the MCU, what if we did kind of like a looking looking back on the, on the two different film series? Okay. So, like, next week we do, like, the Raimi films, and the week after that we do the, the Mark Webb films. Okay. I'm going to add them now on my Netflix as we speak. Okay. One second here. Do this right. All right. I'm, I'm up for that. Are we going to include all the movies or just some of them? Well, we'll do the Raimi films first. So Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, and Spider-Man 3 for next week. Okay. And then we'll talk about Amazing Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man 2 the week after. Okay, so I'm going to add these. Oh, man. They're not even on my Netflix anymore. They gotta be on the... I better start sending back my DVDs. <laughs> you know what I just saw? And I've been wanting to see for a long... Uh, there will be blood. Oh, how is that? Oh, my God. I mean, the character you're not going to like, I think. Mm -hmm. Have you seen it? No, no, it's in my queue on Netflix. Watch it. Okay. Watch it. You know, I mean, it, I, 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 and answer me this question, is Daniel Plainview a sociopath? Okay. That's all I'm going to ask. All right, well, I'll try and watch that at some point. I am gonna f think I'm going to finish up Dexter first, and then maybe I'll give Longmire another shot. You gotta give it a shot. Alright. Don't be a turkey. Give it a shot. Don't be a turkey? What the fuck? I don't know. I'm reading an ad on my internet here. It says, <laughs> right. don't be a big bison car insurance. Alright, well... Oh my god, I've had the season one of Bridge all this time for the past six months at my house. <laughs> but you said the DVD thing. I didn't take it out. But using as it as a coaster. Jesus, Johnny. <laughs> All right, so that's it for us. Uh, we'll see you again next week. Yes. <laughs> Take care. Bye.